And we're back, episode 72 of I Said What I Said podcast, starring your girl Jazzy. And Sasha. What's up, y'all? Hey, y'all. We back on a Sunday. Yes. Finally. We haven't been here on a Sunday in a minute, but you know what? Um, This week has some things. We had to push the episode back a couple times. Might have been my fault. I'll take blame for it. But we're here, and we are going to chat, because we got some stuff to talk about. And I feel like it's some stuff. I'm I want to go. I feel like it's more stuff. It's it's way more stuff. And I gotta go I, on my Instagram. I, I was doing the list this whole. I've been doing this list since the last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. Like I just started it right after that episode, and I'm just like, every day there was something to put on. Mm-hmm. I have you know my safe section over there on Instagram, and my bookmarks on Twitter is crazy. But I added some stuff. But I'm pretty sure every yeah. day there's been a, a new story, and I want to say majority of it has been shit. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen anything positive. I'm looking through this list. I've seen some funny shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely one funny story. But Yeah. This, Do you have a um shit. a song mood of the week? Mm. Wait a minute. Ray J and Lil' Kim. Okay, okay, okay. I did a show to that last night. I was gonna fall. Oh, Love you could be just drunk in somebody's apartment. That's just a, that's the, that's my new club. Somebody's apartment. I just that's the wave, yo. But that I play. He played that shit. I said, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we speaking my language. But wait a minute, Ray J and Lil Kim. Yeah, mine would be. Um, I would say I really like that Ari Lennox and Queen Naja song. I love the premise of it. It's really you cute. I think girl, it's cute. I like it. The same girl vibe. It's cute. And I, it's, it's number one on the R and B. I um chart. It should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need it's to, cute. I like it. It gives me like oh like you know like the two thousands R and B. You know mm-hmm. like they gave me that like. I mean, it's a feel. complete bite of the, the, yeah. the same girl uh-huh. song, which with Usher and the other guy. But I like this version. I like a female perspective of mm-hmm. stuff. I like the nostalgia behind it. Yeah. It's cute. And the it was video nice. Was cute they look great in the video. Mm-hmm. My homegirl did um, Ari Lennox um, makeup. Say she did. She did that. Oh That's, really? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So <sighs> I like the song. I do. It's me. It's not like it's a, gimmicky. I but just you know what? It's, it's cute. cute. It I like the nostalgia. It, 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 it gives me a oh, like a two thousand vibe. They yeah. said they gonna set that nigga up. They had the man in the back. I mm-hmm. haven't seen the video, but I saw clips. They had the nigga in the background tied up. I'm like, I'm here for it. I want. I would like for them to do like. Another song now. But I like their voices together. That's what I'm saying. Their I'm voices like, together yeah. make sense. Like their range. Queen Aja's voice is sick for real, for real. Son. And it's like, and that's just God given talent. She wasn't doing any vocal lessons or no. training or anything. So you, I've heard the progression from great mm-hmm. to magnificent. Like her tone, everything. You could tell she's been working with really good people in the mm-hmm. industry. Her voice is amazing. Same with Ari. Ugh. They, I don't know, their vocal. And you got, and you got to think about that too. Yeah, people can sing. It's a God-given talent. But a vocal coach could take you to ranges and different places that you never even knew. So whoever they're working with, that shit is beautiful because it shows in the music from from beginning to right now where they are. Like, I say all the time, Queen Naja's voice sounds crazy. Singing on YouTube. I love it. Singing Fucking, on YouTube. Um, oh my gosh. Do you know what the fuck? So the other day he was in the car and Drake's song came on. Um, Which one? 2.30, baby, won't you mean... <sighs> I did not know that was a boy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. Like I, when I heard it and I'm like, oh my God. Like, 
That's a good song. That's a very sad song. But that's I was a good like, song. Damn. I love him. Oh, what's this? Oh, I don't know his name. You're going to tell me. The one that Chloe did the cover for. Yeah, no time tells. Blue I Zone. like that song. I really, I had, I Blue never Zone. sat down his and really listened to really it. His voice is really nice. Oh, my God. And other songs, too. It's so good. Now mm-hmm. I got to go look up all his shit. Like, this song's been out for a minute. Then Chloe did the cover. I always hear the song here and there, but I never heard it enough for me to sit there and listen to it. So it came mm-hmm. up on an Apple playlist I was listening to. I was like, this is a really deep ass song. Mm-hmm. It's toxic. He gives me a give me and feel. That yeah. toxic, mm-hmm. but it's just like, damn, it draw you the fuck. Yo, he has his other song, bro. It's his, his other song. His catalog. It's like a sex song, bitch. Ooh. Like, it's Does so it be, like. Is it, play, is it my playlist worthy? Yes. You know, I got like three, almost 400 songs on that playlist. You've been updating? I got to, I, I update it. When I hear something, I put it on, but I have to. You, I got to clean yes, it. Yes, you're going to like, you got to look at him. He but, has a sex song. That shit is lit. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like a little nasty. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into the celebrity news slash BS because some stuff don't be BS. It actually is like news. Yeah, when there's some positivity, yeah. but we got to start off with a lot, a yeah. lot of RIPs. So we got to say RIP to um, Earl Simmons, aka DMX, the GOAT. Um, One of New York's finest. Yeah. That, mm. The last time we recorded, we talked on here and they said it just it wasn't looking good for him. But, um, then a couple of days after we like maybe one or two days after mm-hmm. we recorded they find his family friday morning finally put out the statement that he had transitioned and passed on um but then that thursday night they were trying to say he he died from there but that that news wasn't supposed to be leaked i do believe yeah. that he passed away ever since thursday yeah but i believe that the family wanted to put it out on their own time and yeah. somebody did that shit real mm-hmm. sneaky and it just the 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 newspapers like um I don't know if it was the New Yorker or US one of the, one of those big publications. I actually shouldn't even say their name. They like um, put a split image of him and then Prince Harry who passed away, which we ain't. I don't give a fuck about him. No I'm sorry, I don't care. He passed away, and they were like, "Oh, beloved Prince of the Run," and they put troubled, um, crack addicted rapper. Like, regardless of the fact of would, like, know. regardless of the fact that your trauma or, or or whatever vices you struggled with. That should never everybody, be like everybody, everybody, was, every, everybody, everybody's human at the end of the day. Everybody has their shoes. All of us have vices. Whether it's vices, exactly. Motherfuckers buy shoes every week to make themselves feel better and self-medicate. Motherfuckers sit there and there's pedophiles in this fucking world that are sick. And you, you choose to lean on your title for your newspaper as cracked addicted like you didn't even respect this man's family he was a father he was a A father figure a a husband husband, one of the best rappers to come out of new york city Mm -hmm. a A multi-millionaire like but y'all focus on that and i'm not surprised because they do our people dirty all the time but it was just really disheartening Mm -hmm. it was disrespectful the the outpour of love that whole entire weekend like i bumped the mx from that friday all the way to that monday and you just go back and you listen to shit you didn't even know. I know we had we had we asked the question which what was our favorite song. I still gotta say how's it going down, but there's just shit that I went back. I'm like, yo, this is fire. Mm-hmm. This is fire. When he was going at people, when he was sitting there, and he was rapping with Jay Z like he held his own. Like, I don't, I I'm not about to sit here and focus on I love that man's demons when he did like a that. lot. Mm-hmm. He did a lot, and he even said his last interview on on Drink Champs. He said. I believe I've lived a good life, and that's all I need. Like, we sat up here, and we talked about when Cicely Tyson, like, we know 
she transi- transitioned on and there was there was no malice about it. It was mm-hmm. peace. I believe that in some, even though DMX had demons and the way he went out mm-hmm. might have been, you know, sad because that was the thing that people saw him struggle with the most. I think he really did live his life. All the, mo- like him dancing at an Armenian, um, Arabian wedding. Yeah. I'm probably saying that wrong. Or him just coming up to people, having people rekindle relationships with their own parents and all that kind of stuff. Like, he was... He was a he was a man of the people. He was definitely a prophet. He he subscribed to the notion of being religious and spreading <clears throat> word through gospel. And you know people believe in fate, and fate gives him some type of peace and solace. And he really lived by that. That motherfucker seemed genuine every time he showed up somewhere. And nobody has said a bad story about him yet. So, R.I.P. Rest in power, Miss mm-hmm. Earl Simmons. That's a that's a real oh, nigga name. name. That's a real nigga name. Mm-hmm. Um. Black Rob, he's another, I want to say New York native. I'm not I sure. I think so. I believe in New York rapper. He was under Bad Boy. He's best known for his song, Whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, during the DMX thing, uh, reports that he made, actually, he came on social media saying he was in the hospital and he was really, really sick and a lot of pain. Kidney failure. Kidney failure. Um, well, he, last night, um, I saw that he transitioned as mm-hmm. well. Um, rappers were just starting, music execs were just starting to like, know his story he was homeless at the time of his passing and he did pass away um so i want to sh- i want to send love and prayers to his family um he was definitely going through some some deep shit and he documented it in his last days of his life but i do want to present a little bit of a controversy that's been surrounded Girl, by Girl, are you know what you're gonna motherfucking say i'm gonna let you say it so black rob was signed to bad boy fuck go ahead I thought you was gonna let go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm gonna be unless glad. you're living under a fucking rock, we all know who is the CEO, founder of Bad Boy, Mr. Sean Puffy Combs. Um, a lot of people were sitting there saying that Diddy has this thing where he speaks up for other things, but he leave he does his people dirty. Mm-hmm. They they're saying that for the amount of money that whoa for what back Black Rob made. Diddy and money. There's no reason why that man should have been homeless. There's no reason why he was going through kidney failure. It's it's no reason. Like Diddy has a responsibility to his artists that they're starting to see more and more of that he's not really taking that responsibility serious. Like he's leaving them high and dry. I personally don't know what opinion I have towards that because if somebody cuts ties with me, if if Black Robin Diddy were friends. He brought him on. He made him money. Then I do believe, unless you're, unless it was a betrayal or your friendship ended or in some travesty or some crazy way, um, then you should do right by your people. If it was just a contract and Diddy was his boss and Diddy signed him, he fulfilled his duties within that contract, Supposedly. then what you do after that is what you do after that, especially if y'all don't have a relationship, if y'all not friends. Like, there's people that I know... From high school, I mean, if I hear something, it's not my responsibility to take care of them. They were somebody I knew or maybe somebody I worked with or was on a team with. But there is just a pattern with the people that come out of Bad Boy or behind Diddy where it seems like he doesn't take care of his people. And that was a conversation. They were like, there's no reason why Black Rob should have been in the position he was in. Diddy, you need to help. Let a couple me, of different people said that shit. Let me say this. This is why I, I do personally like... You know, black and white when he was still here, you know, his his time as a you know, as a rapper on Bad Boy, you know, 
you know, as has ended or whatever. And, you know, whatever, you know, happens in his life, you know, after bad boy, you know, is what he chooses to do. However, mm-hmm. I'm going to give an example. Yeah. We all know, um, Delon- uh, is, it, is it Delonte West? Yes. Yes, the basketball player. And basketball and player. Somebody brought that up. So, yeah. over the years, it's been random times, like, we would see something about him you know what I'm saying? Home, you know what I'm health. saying? Homeless, his mental yeah. health, you know, random times or whatever. Um, you know, there's talk, you know, you know, you see tweets, you know, people in the NBA, you know, you know, saying, you know, looking for him, but you know, if people don't want help, they don't want like, help. Put me in touch yeah, with him. So yeah. recently or whatever, you know, because he's in the NBA. So recently, um, somebody of the NBA, I don't I'm not sure if he was even if he even played on, if he was even, because like, he wasn't a player, he was like an owner or something. Mark I Cuban. Yeah, I don't even know. He was a um, co-owner within the team. So the team that he was on. The team that he okay, was on. Okay, okay. So, so I, say, I, I think he stopped playing. He wasn't, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, don't quote me because I'm probably saying something team wrong, but it was not, Mark Cuban who, was it Mark? It was Mark Cuban. Cuban yeah. He owns whatever team Delonte West used to play for. He is like part owner in it. So and, at, well, I know he played for the yeah. Cavaliers. He played team after the Cavaliers. I believe so. I don't think it was the Cavaliers. I definitely okay. wasn't the Cavaliers. That like, oh Mark, was it? But Dallas Mavericks. I know he played for them. Dallas? I do believe he played for Dallas Mavericks. It could be. Okay, it could be. I think don't quote Texas. us. Let us know because that's where it was. Well, that's where the thing was. That's I, where he's in Texas. So then it probably is. I think so. Or the no, no, I believe and, I, 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 think I, it was the I picture him, Delon, I picture him having a blue. I fi- unless well, good you, you keep talking. So, like you know, prime example. Okay, so Delonte West, you know, was a part of that team. If not, he was that's still a part of the NBA, the basketball franchise. And I feel like you know that was that's something you know what I'm saying that that I respect and that I feel like that should be done. If you see somebody that was once a part of your family. I do feel like, you know, you should still help them out. Prime example, if it's somebody that I am, you know, no longer friends with again, that and I consider my friend's family, if I see them out there on the street, I'm not going to leave them out there on the street. It was the Mavericks. Yes. He played for the Celtics. He played for the Supersonics, the Cavaliers, and the Mavericks. So the last, the last team was team. the Mavericks. See, I pictured the, the, him in the blue. Yeah, and yeah, you the, said Texas and Mesa. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mark so, was over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. like, I just feel like if you were once, like, a part of me, and I see you out there, I'm not going to leave you out there. Yeah. And even if it's just, even if I'm just now finding out about it. Like even you know what I'm saying even if you know you have been maybe you've been going home for something for years, and I just now found out about it. You know I can't sit there and, and say you know and be like damn like why you know what I'm saying like damn you've been like this for all these years like you know blah blah blah. Just take advantage of that moment now and be able to help that you know what I'm saying help that person now. There were and, reports that that said that Diddy did read like once he found out what was going on he mm-hmm. was trying behind the scenes to. Work with some other music execs and and try to like get help for him this and third. But at that point, his body had deteriorated too much. It was too late. He was but I passed. feel like once, but once, once he parted, once he parted from Bad Boy, that was his. That was no longer. That's no longer Diddy's business. And even also, I if that. even also, if he was in Bad Boy, Diddy is not that person's. Care, you know what I'm saying? Care, he's not care, his physician. Take, yeah, he's not his, his care. He's not his his. Uh, I mean, prime example with DMX, he was royal, loved yeah. by mad people, had so many children, mad family around him, and, look, and he's still 
his demise was still from his addiction because when it comes down to it, you can't help anybody that doesn't want to be helped. And it's not that Black Rob didn't want to be helped. N nobody knew about his condition yeah. until a week ago. And let's be real. The industry is very fickle. He had, whoa, I'm not really sure what other Black Rob tracks they are. And I'm not about to sit here and pretend that I do. Yeah, I don't. I know, yeah. whoa, that was his biggest single. Some people would consider him a one-hit wonder. So then after that, if you... Did your albums, whatever your 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 contract? I'm sure was. he has like I'm, other, not, I'm sure he has other music, yeah. but we don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he does. He has albums yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I just I'm not a I'm not gonna sit here and stand and say I'm a. Black I think it's like people that's like older than us that like yeah. Or you yeah. you were on that little that the whole mm -hmm. gutter New York um time frame that whole rap um that whole rap era. Yeah, you're definitely gonna know Black Rob. You're gonna feel a certain type of way. And not saying that we don't because everybody still listens to Whoa. You hear that shit? In the, it's nostalgia yeah. one on one. But it's a fact of the matter is I don't think we can sit here and blame Diddy yeah. for how this man ended up. That's not. I just feel like like because a lot, the same people that are saying that oh Diddy Diddy um owes his artists more or first of all this is his first artist that this has happened to. Diddy has problems paying his artists, but then he still you signed a contract with certain things like it, it's 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 financially it's it's funny with shit like that. Yeah, but he didn't leave this man out to dry. He didn't take away his money and then told him go fend for himself. He's not the reason why he was homeless or why he even had kidney failure. Did so he, you know how are we going to put that responsibility on one person? Did he get his artists right where they need to be where people will remember like these tracks was hot and then he just tosses them because he knows those yeah. tracks for real. That's what yeah. I'm just thinking. He knows those like we know like we hear like we're always going to remember the band forever. You know what I'm saying? We're always going to remember Danny yeah. McCain. Like those, no, the, those songs. Diddy <laughs> is a musical genius. Oh, hell yeah. He makes stars. The basis of what he signs those stars to, you going to blame Diddy when every other white executive did the same exact thing? Or when you know better, you do better and you give them a better deal? Like, I, I just... The, the I just, whole I conversation know, like, just, around Diddy is very... That's it. Just... You know what I'm saying? Give people, you know, what to do. But, but then, he said, but even with the whole May situation, May saying, "Oh, I don't have no money. This, that, and third. Diddy ain't pay me. This, that, and third. Blah, blah, blah." Diddy was like, "If you can buy back your catalog, or I can buy whatever it is for you, then I will pay you what you are owed." Now, if you don't want to do that, then what are we talking yeah. about? It's contracts. At the end of the day, these people mm -hmm. are not obligated to be your friend when it's business. I'm sorry, that sounds very capitalistic. It sounds very harsh, but. Look at the industry that we we're talking about. We're talking about the music industry. We're talking about the rap music industry at that. There's no friends in that shit. There's no empathy when there's Hollywood paper <laughs> and lawyers involved. And yeah, look at all the uh, TLC. Look at look at all the artists that we know that sound shitty ass deals. And they came, they overcame nah, that shit. Did them dirty. They did uh, Peaches, Pebbles, 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 whatever the fuck her name is. I think it's Pebbles. Prosciutto, <laughs> Piglet. Peaches. She fucked up, and she fucked over many of celebrities in the industry. Oh, yeah, who, um, fuck. All right, she got a, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. she got a whole fucking history, but it's, I'm not saying it's right, but when you do better, when you know better, you do better, and everybody, oh, Diddy can't talk about artists now getting paid for certain stuff because he ain't pay people. Read the contract, and y'all not gonna y'all not gonna read the contract. Just like they didn't read the contract and they signed it. So at the end of the day, I do you believe, can't blame this man for how I do this believe, man. I do up. believe Aubrey O'Day though. I believe everything Aubrey O'Day say. I go, with this, you know, fucking Aubrey O'Day. You ain't believing when it came to that to that stuff. No, it's not that I don't believe Aubrey O'Day, but who is she to speak? No, about her, about her, um. When she was riding that coattail, when she was sucking that man's dick, she said nothing. When he she moved sucked, did he on, dick? Come on. I don't remember that. Um, I really don't. No, I swear. 
when she no longer benefited is when she opened her mouth. But she didn't give a fuck about nobody, no, no other artist until she wasn't getting what she wanted I from Diddy no that. more. Rio J is opportunist. I ain't know that. I don't hear that. Bullshit. I liked her with Paulie D though. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> but Black, um, rest in peace to Black Rob. Sending prayers to his family. Um, this is not a celebrity that passed away, but we do have to say rest in power to Ashley Dwayne Gim. Wright. Oh, who you skip Ashley Garen? Oh, damn. I'm sorry. We do have another person. Ashley Garen from um Baldwin Hills. <laughs> this rest in power segment is draining. She was but... a um um a cast member. Baldwin Hills. Baldwin Hills was she, um, um the Black Hills. Yeah, and it was good. It was good. It wasn't as toxic as the Hills. It wasn't that catty, but I love to see rich black kids doing what they were supposed that's to do. That's what I was pressed about LA. I was like, I gotta go to LA. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I first heard the term kickback. So I kept saying like, I have a kickback, a kickback. And they had that sexy dude on there. Mariah. Yes, with the, um, with, no, not Mariah. Oh, cute. Justin. Justin with the nice eyes yeah, and shit. she got like three kids now. That's what's up. But Baldwin Hills was like the Black Hills. And if you know the, everybody knows that. Garen used to make the girls Piss. And I love that one clip that was circulating when she yes, passed. Yes, she is. Well, she walked into that fucking yes. house party, and the girls were pissed. They were mad, and she just she gave they gave them exact they gave her exactly what she wanted. And yes. um, she suffered with lupus for years, and she died of natural causes. So she had some other stuff that went on with her. But it was just sad to see that happen. Because she's the mommy of a seven year old daughter. Yeah. So let's pray for her daughter as well and their family. We got to send prayers and yeah. just light and love to her family as well because. Even if you didn't want, even if you didn't see her in anything else, you knew she was the girl that all the girls hated on Baldwin Hills. And like, when you, if you deal with haters and you know what yeah. that that toxicity from other, I don't even want to say females because niggas be hating too. But that toxicity that you feel and then you just hold, hell yeah, hold your head up high and you walk into a room yeah. and you just make everybody upset. Like she, she had a great aura about her. She was one of the yeah. crowd She's favorites. Only Thirty, of the show. right? Twenty-seven. Yeah. Definitely. 30. Was, she wasn't a day over thirty. So yeah. She's very, very young, but. She succumbed to her um, her illnesses, and it's sad. It's, a, it's it's just a sad circumstance that just was random as hell during the week. And then, um, and if I go back once again, America has failed Black people. Um, most importantly, this police force that we have here in America has failed Black people again. Um, Dwayne Wright, a twenty year old father and son. Um, got pulled over for having air fresheners hanging from his uh, middle mirror, his back, his rear view mirror. mirror. It was stopped by a veteran officer and, um, I believe another rookie officer who Mm -hmm. she was, she was training that day. That was his first day on the job. Um, altercation transpired and because he feared for his life, he tried to run back in the car and speed off. The rookie, the, um... The veteran officer, 20-year veteran officer, 26, 26-year veteran officer, um, claims that she mistakenly pulled out her gun but was reaching for her taser. It's not the first nor the last time that they will use this excuse for when they want to murder somebody or when they fuck up as a cop. Because do I believe that this woman had the intent to kill a black man? No. Do I think she cares that she did? No. No. I think that she that's a piss-poor excuse. There have been several police officers that have come out, and actually not even sh- not even showing their face, literally showing you are trained to know. Yep. This woman was the head of some. The taser is something. lower than the actual gun and way heavier. And way is way heavier, and it's shaped 
differently. Way different. And you know. It's not it's not it's not an excusable mistake. So now they're charging she she has I, Honestly, resigned. I don't even know that shit because if every show that we fucking watch that have police, they always reach from here. Always. So how the fuck we know? I mean, when, not, but, but when you're trigger happy, when you see yeah, a black man, like, you're going to go for the gun regardless bitch. of what you have. You have a baton. You have a taser. You got pepper. Well, he you was got, running, so the pepper spray would defeat the burger. But he but. was in the car when she did it. He was seated. He was trying to pull away. You have pepper spray. You have all these other things. But yet, when you see us, you see brown and black skin, your gun you, is what you go for. I have literally seen cops come to the car with their hand on their gun. And you may, and you're in, it's never been for speeding. It's never been for anything egregious. You might've put, you might've turned without putting on your fucking signal, but that gun, they do that, that hand is right you. there. They do that to scare That intimidation you. factor. And the fact that this woman was sitting there training a new cop. Did he ever, did he ever say anything? I don't think so. I, I, at this point, he probably don't want no smoke. He ain't gonna say shit. But this happened That's in. traumatizing. When did, um, I forgot it happened. Well, protests have broken out all over that city. The place that they're protesting in is actually, in hindsight, called Brooklyn something, but it's it's in a it's a a Midwest state. And then since then, protests have been erupting again. So when it like coming down to it now, now Black Lives Matter is back in it. This 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 twenty year old, I can't even say that he's a man yet. That was a, a that was a baby. That was somebody's that's child. That's my brother's you, age. You, that's, my, of, that's my brother. That's a baby. Over that's, for air that's literally my brother's age. And I, when I tell you, what was that, the probable cost to pull him over for girl, air fresheners? And they realized that something was like a this. registration or outstanding warrant. But why does something so minuscule and so simple result in our people losing their lives? I've said it on here before. I said it on here last year when we had this, we had a big ass rant about the state of this country. Like, if black people wanted more than revenge, if we if we if we wanted if we wanted more than our just due, if we wanted revenge, white people would shake in their fucking boots. We don't even have the mindset that they have when it comes to us. Do I believe that the intent of this cop was to kill this young man? No, but I don't believe that she thinks anything is gonna fucking happen to her. And honestly, it might not. And she needs to be held accountable, even if it's not for fucking. They're definitely, they're definitely not going to do first degree murder. I think she got charged with second degree manslaughter. So the same, the same charge that the white, the white um, cop that shoot that shot Bootham Jean in his fucking apartment while he was eating ice cream. She got what the maximum you could get is ten years. She got maybe five. She'll be out in two for taking away somebody's baby. And I don't want to say her name because fuck her. She has resigned. She has said nothing. And then these motherfuckers, even when they do speak, they come with so much excuses for their disgusting fucking behavior. And in the, the what kills me even more is this happening in the midst of them having a six week trial for Derek Chauvin when we watch this man murder a man in cold blood. And there's a fucking trial going on. Like it shouldn't be open and shut case. And the fact that he was really allowed to plead the fucking fifth. Because he know if he went up there and spoke, there was nothing. The I'm, I ain't going to hold the, you. The defendant was going to chew his ass the fuck I ain't going to hold you. The prosecute is it? Yeah, the prosecution, because they're prosecuting him. The prosecution has been doing their just do. And it's so sad that we're watching these lawyers do an amazing job on the prosecution side. And we still think that this white man is probably going to get off. Because he has a badge. Or had a badge. The fact that he has supporters and GoFundMes. 
The fact that George Zimmerman is rich after killing Trayvon Martin, a 17-year-old boy, walking in his own neighborhood to fucking get Skittles because he had a hoodie on. The fact that this man was made rich by racist after he killed a child in cold blood shows us the type of country we live in. It shows black people every day why we gotta just wow the fuck out sometimes. And just like we ain't, we don't have on here. Speaking yeah. of fucking walking in the neighborhood, another black boy was just yep. harassed by a fucking military sergeant or whatever the fuck he is walking in his neighborhood, took his white, privileged, bald-head ass, and just pushed that boy, pushed that boy aggressively. Like, let me they didn't you. show the point when he slapped the phone out of the boy's hand. Let me tell you Literally something. Literally saying the words, you don't belong in this neighborhood. He said, I live here. Let me tell you something. Are you fucking kidding me? The boy's voice was cracking mm. in the fucking video. You can hear the fear. Because if he knows if he gets out of pocket and he stands up for himself, he might be dead for standing up for himself. What the fuck does that say about the country that we live in? And they say, we're the enemy? You look at me and you get scared. How do you... White, black, a black boy walking in his own neighborhood is petrified. But you say that we're the enemy and that we're the ones that's supposed to be feared? Are you fucking crazy? If, white, if black people ever got the mindset that certain white people have, it'd be a fucking Armageddon. Mm-hmm. We don't even operate on that aspect unless it's survival. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, y'all invoke so much trauma. And it don't make it worse because I've been watching them on Amazon. And I shouldn't have started it. And I shouldn't have watched it. But I did. It just reinforces a lot of things. And I don't like generalizing. I don't like to be generalized as a woman. I don't like to be generalized as a black person. I don't like to be generalized as anybody. But white people, y'all really... Y'all, y'all are not a dime a dozen. Y'all are not a dime a dozen. Mm-mm. Mm. And for the ones who, who don't want to be labeled as racist, who don't want to be labeled as hateful, y'all really need to start speaking the fuck up to y'all counterparts because they're making y'all look real white devilish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to start grouping because this shit is sick. But I'm, I'm sending prayers to Dwayne Wright's family. Um... His baby boy that recently just turned a year old is absolutely fucking gorgeous. This shit is just disheartening. And and the other boy, I forgot his name that that um the ex military per mm-hmm. the, the military person harassed, and they won't charge him with assault because in that state, if a police officer does not see the assault, they can't charge assault even though he was fucking assaulted on video. Like we send prayers to you too. I'm sorry you had to go through that shit. And, and, and I'm glad and, everybody and is outside hate. telling him to come outside. And that's what I want. Fucking protests, vandalism to his house. I don't give a fuck. Fuck his house up. Y'all outside. They said, come outside. We want to talk for a second. Because you want to talk to that young man about walking in his own neighborhood. They have black people coming out and showing. And I love that 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 show of camaraderie because they love to put us against each other. Mm-hmm. They love to to sit here and have us battle each other. But when we come together, it shows what we can do. Mm-hmm. And did he come the fuck outside? No, he didn't. You had so much to say to that young man, but you couldn't come outside and face people oh, and talk to him. he was in jail. Bitch ass. No, he was in his fucking house. Uh-huh. And his wife was egging him on in the background of the video. You ain't supposed to be here. Where do you live? We're going to walk you to my house. No, you're not going to walk oh, me gonna to fuck my her motherfucking house. They better not house. find out where she worked. They're going to fuck her ass up. Come outside, bitch. We they just want to talk. They're going to be in that house. You want to talk? We just want to talk. Because they're going to be outside for a long time in front of his house. So fuck them. I pray for everybody. So once people start burning shit down, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, I'm not bad in the eyelash. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Prayers to everybody's family who has passed away. Um, you know, hope you guys, you know, get through this tough time. 
Yeah. Find some solace and some peace. I'm praying um, for peace for everyone. Um, let's jump a second. Because we were talking about Black Lives Matter with all these new protests that have been happening. But um, there was a report in a story that came out that um, Patrice Cancolas, co-founder of the NYC chapter of Black Lives Matter, um, gets slammed for allegations that she is using Black Lives Matter funds for her personal use. And we saw this. I saw a couple of reports of people um, having their opinions about Black Lives Matter, having their opinions about the Sean Wrights and the, and the Tamika Mallory's and all those type of people, including this oh, They woman. be laying it down in, in Sean Wright's ass. Mm-hmm. And, hey. But he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm like, I, I'll touch on that briefly. And then getting into this, and then you sent me the interview that she had where she sat there and she explained that she doesn't even get paid from Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. She accepts no salary. She does it as a due diligence to her cause of being an activist and her people, which she does believe that people in her position should get paid, but she doesn't. She's a college professor. She gets paid from doing her own bookings and her own... She has two New York best... Yeah, books. Yeah, on that list. um, And other ventures. And because she has five houses, people want to say it's Black Lives Matter money. What kills me is that this whole economic reach and capitalism talk and we have to be entrepreneurs and we have to work for ourselves. But then when we start to make our own money, then you you try to put allegations like this against us. And I know it's because it's part of Black Lives Matter and they want to deem it. Mm-hmm. Anything that's a betterment for black people in this country, they're going to deem it unacceptable. So they're going to take out top players. They come for Sean Wright all the time. They sit here and discredit him, say that he's not black. Sean Wright talks about everybody. He posts everything. He has his emails, which are annoying. It's it like he raised here. money, but he keep it. Keep keep what? Money that he raised for, for, for stuff. But who can prove that? I don't know. I'm just saying. That's what they said. Because I never knew not something was wrong with him. That, no, I've never heard of him taking any money. They're saying that oh, Sean no, Wright they, is not a black man. And oh, but they, yeah, they, say, he, they say he takes money too. Who cares who's fighting for our cause if it's our cause? And if y'all want to sit, y'all accuse this woman of stealing money, but had nothing to support it because she had houses. Do you, I know motherfuckers that are not activists that have five or six houses. Do you know what realty is? Mm-hmm. Do Do you know what residual income is? Because to to come up for for black people to come up in this country, we have to have a certain amount of money. We have to have a certain stature. We have to abide by a certain rule when it comes to capitalism. But yet, when we make our own money, then y'all want to tell us that we fucking stole it. How does that make sense? You accuse Sean King of stealing money, but yet you don't have any factual proof. You say the man's not black. You talk about the Tamika Mallory's, but they're out there on the front lines. And there have been certain, there have been, there was a certain situation where a family that lost, um, lost a loved one tragically to police brutality. Um, they were saying that they were never asked by Black Lives Matter for their child's name to be placed on their posters and for them to advocate on their behalf. Mm. But all the other families, Trayvon Martin's mother, who's in office now, Tamir Rice's mother, who's in a political movement, Eric Garner's family, who's doing activism, they all support Black Lives Matter. It was one mother who said, we didn't act to, we didn't ask to be activists. But also, no, Trayvon. Should they um, ask, though? Mike, Michael, Mike was, no. I, I'm not sure Trayvon, whose mother was. I, Trayvon Martin's dad, I believe it was Trayvon Martin's dad, said something about... The money that they had, I think they had, Black Lives Matter was supposedly have raised mm-hmm. for their his foundation and they haven't seen it. 
And so that happened, but I don't know where I'll be they the got first to sit here and say that it's very, her when a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know where that came from, but I do know. I do believe no, it's not it the was, first time that Black Lives Matter has been questioned yeah. when it comes to funds. There was a there was a tweet, and I and I hate to put this out because I do I love to see what Black Lives Matter has done and how much young people have been attached to it and just having a voice on this shit that keeps affecting us, whether we want to admit it or not, whether we are mute, we we're whether we're numb to it or not us getting gunned down in the middle of the street it could be any of our brothers fathers mothers sisters like when it comes down to it there has been a lot of money that has not been allotted for there are a lot of emails where you can sit there and send donations and you don't really know where your money is going and a lot of people have voiced that that concern but i i just don't i don't see the benefit of putting down somebody or we don't know where the stories are coming from. If you're gonna, if you come with me with facts and saying this person stole something, that's one thing. These reports just came and popped up on the shade room, popped up on this place and that place, and then you have to make this woman come out of her comfort to sit there and explain that she does fucking realty, mm-hmm. so that her fucking family can be taken care of. She says, "I take care of everybody in my family. I'm a college professor. Check my stats. I have books on the New York bestsellers um, list, and you're gonna sit here and tell me that I stole money." But if it was a Me Too, and Me Too was started by black women, but if it was a Me Too chapter or some white, if it was a white lady, y'all wouldn't question it. I'm sorry, y'all wouldn't. Y'all wouldn't. If Sean King was fighting for white, 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 some um um LGBTQ rights, or those people don't get questioned because majority of their founders are white. Their integrity and their morality doesn't get questioned. So. I just hate the stories of us putting each other down with no just do or no cause. Trayvon, Trayvon, Trayvon Martin's father is allowed to sit there and say that they don't know where that money is. And if they're handling it behind the scenes, that's good and fine. But that doesn't take away from the cause of them helping every other family around here. George Floyd's daughter wouldn't be going to college on, on certain levels. She wouldn't get notoriety. She wouldn't be protected in certain ways. Like if it wasn't for certain organizations and activists. Now, is everybody out there doing the right thing? I'm pretty sure motherfuckers take advantage of this situation. And like we were talking about Ben Crump, mm. the lawyer that picks up a lot of the activists and the police brutality cases. They say he doesn't do anything. Say so that motherfucker don't do shit for um, these families. He talks and nothing happens. But this system, nothing happens. These people don't get convicted not because of Ben Crump being their lawyers, because they're white and they're police officers. And nine out of ten times we've seen in this country... You could get away with murder, literally, just mm-hmm. by having those two things. So she came out. She spoke her piece. She said, y'all better take my fucking name out your mouth. She ain't, <laughs> she ain't say it like that, but she should have because I would have said it like that. Because I ain't stealing shit, period. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let's go back. Oh, God. Do you really want to talk about Hubert Davis? I never really know what that was. And Hubert Davis is... um. First black coach for um, North Carolina University where um, Michael Jordan played. Mm-hmm. Um, or third black coach in history. I don't fucking know. But during his um, during the press conference, he was talking about it's a, it's a big honor to be one of many black or, or the first black coach. I'm going to live on the legacy. Know that me being, me as a black man being in this position does wonders for us. And one of my biggest struggles was sitting here and... Choosing to love my white wife. He said that. <laughs> I wish I had audio. He said that during the press conference. And my only question to you is, was that necessary? 
No. No. Yeah. Nobody nothing nobody ever what knows is, what we going through people's minds. So I don't know what was going through his mind to say that. I like, don't understand what that had to do with him being a black coach at North I guess Carolina he, University. I guess he's trying to like still like put in there like, mm. hey, uh yeah, I'm black. I'm still down for y'all, but just to let you guys know I'm going through sh- you know, like it's hot like No, but he said it like he compared it to I'm a black man and me being in this position is great for other black people and with my white it just it didn't correlate. You I'm gonna try to find the audio. It was it was the most random shit I heard. It just didn't correlate. And it's not to <laughs> praise your wife, King. Go ahead. That's your white <laughs> queen. Go ahead and, and shout her out. I don't even understand why you had to put her race in it. I mean, if she's standing right next to you during the press conference, we're we gonna know, see that's your right. white wife. I don't understand why that had to your your struggles and your adversity of loving a white woman or marrying a white woman, what did that have to do with I you think, being a basketball player? I don't know, but I, I'm saying I think he <laughs> or, I, I, I think, think he was he, trying to do something good, but no, he thought he was, but that didn't process right. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why he did that. I think he was trying to be like I'm know. going through shit over here. I'm I don't know. I'm going. I don't through, know, I don't but know. he specifically made motherfuckers know that he's had struggles as a black man. His he said his biggest struggle was choosing to love his white wife. I guess. That's I guess. Struggle? I guess because t- I guess because the the, sure time, the time that we're you know what I'm saying what we're going through right yeah, now. Yeah, but nobody Who cares you got a white wife, bro. I'm sorry, I don't understand that. Why would I was part of your speech? I never even seen that. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. find the audio for you. I mean, yes, you have triumphed. You've you've done an accomplishment that's great. You're working for a really reputable D1 school basketball team. It birthed the greatest basketball player that ever walked the face of the planet. But your white wife had nothing to do with that. I'm sorry, and it's not he a basis. Michael even, Jordan. Um, no, he didn't coach Michael Jordan. Uh, I don't think he was. No, he definitely him. wasn't there when Michael Jordan was uh, there. But oh well, Michael Jordan him. went to that school. I, it's the basis. Like, even idiot. if you would have sat there and said, like, um, why didn't I thank my wife for standing by my side? Or what, what, like the generic thing Who that everybody says. Fuck? I don't understand what the correlation of your adversity of struggling with your white wife had. The, what that had to do with your speech. Just make it make sense next time. Or don't speak. Um, from North Carolina, we are going all the way to the. Hey, no, we're not. Actually, you're going to Las Vegas. This is a funny story of the week because I was cracking the fuck up. Ushbucks. Mm. It's not cryptocurrency. It's not Bitcoin. Usher done put his face on ones, fives, twenties, fifties, and hundred dollar bills. He first of all, Usher. I love his his passion. When he is committed to something, he is committed to some shit. Mm-hmm. Reports came out from a stripper at a Las Vegas strip club. That claimed that Usher threw fake money with his face on it um, when he was visiting there. And her question was, why would he throw money that had no value? Value. It had no trade in value. Reports came out later that day that Usher did throw money, real money, (laughs) for the strippers in question. And to promote his Las Vegas residency... His team left $10,000 worth of Usher Raymond faced. Okay. All right. Damn, that threw me off. Usher, uh-huh. uh, money with Usher's face on it, but the strippers did get paid. She knew she got paid. She knew what she was doing. One stripper, I mean, let me tell you something. They have blasted celebrities before when they don't 
throw enough money that they think they have in a strip club. This one stripper just wanted to make sure that she put her story out there. Mm-hmm. And bitch, then when you got but called out on it, you got mad. Yeah, I mean, girl. Whatever. I thought it was funny. That was cute. It was hilarious. Like, Usher is so committed to his shit. Now, would you go to Vegas and go to an Usher residency um, concert? Yes. I definitely would. What? I think Beyonce's next. I do like the little investigation, investigative work, but let's not. Let's, we gonna it keep is. that between us. We gonna send it. We gonna um, we gonna sell it to TMZ. She is. Once we um, figure it out, but Usher, um, oh gosh, they be trying to they be trying to flame you in the um, in the tabloids. Don't don't let them. You got a um, Las Vegas residency, so I know that's over three or four million. So you are doing just fine. You win in the end. Mm-hmm. That was funny to me. Um, <laughs> I had to. I said we had to, but I had. You to. gotta make it short. Mhm. I see the time. I didn't really got much to say. I've mentioned I've mentioned Kevin Samuels on here before, right? Mhm. I called him an idiot. My bad. Um, Kevin Samuels is a financial. He used to work in corporate America, turned um relationship, um. Guru or so, of some sort. I I don't know, but. Joe Budden, um, Joe Budden's network, his podcast, they dropped the picture of him and Joe Budden together. And I was like, oh, this conversation is going to be good. I like Joe Budden's rhetoric to a certain extent. I love his podcast. I listen to it. So I'm like, let's listen to fucking Kevin Samuels. And they weren't caping on there. There were a couple of people that were on there that were actually asking him questions, calling out um, some of the things that he was saying. But my my biggest thing with, with Kevin Samuels, and if you don't know, just go look up his name. Go look up his videos. He speaks to, he's started on YouTube years ago speaking to men and how they needed to be better men. But then in recent light, he's turned his attention to speaking to women and what women need to be doing and how women need to be acting in order for them to get their fulfillment in life. And their fulfillment is supposed to be that they're supposed to be married for some mm-hmm. some high quality man. That's his biggest thing, high quality. Um, a lot of women don't like him. A lot of women love him. Um, he's very controversial. When he speaks to you, he's very rude. He called a woman, um, some famous NFL linebacker. He's very pretentious, um, very shallow when it comes to looks. He'll rate you on stuff like that. Um, my only message to Kevin Samuels is this. I do believe that you speak to a certain demographic of people. I do believe that you even speak to more people than we would like to admit. A lot of people agree with you, men and women. Especially people before us. What was mm-hmm. that? Baby boomers that our parents were? Mm-hmm. They they believed in that. They they believed in getting married at 18, staying married until they died and not giving a fuck about nothing else in between because they didn't have options. There was no emotional responsibility in relationships. Niggas cheated. They came home. They had their second lives, this, that, and the third. What I don't understand is you want to talk about how black men need to do better and how equality in relationships, but yet... That is at the hands of us as black women demeaning ourselves, lessening ourselves, and at hindsight being a maid or being um, a slave for a man. Even during his conversation, I would love for him to take on a political standpoint of how black people can excel financially and how Mm -hmm. we can be successful. But then you come back to that rhetoric, it's all in all shunning of women. So he says he doesn't hate women. He says he's not misogynistic, but yet women hold no value. It's all about the high-value men. And then when he speaks about women being high, the women that we would consider high-value, he calls them the modern women. He's saying they're the reason why 
women are dying alone. So his, his mindset is very skewed. You want men to come together and be equal with men so that they can control women. I don't know. I don't, I, I can't say it's controlling, but it's, his rhetoric is very, I think he does want to help, but it's just rooted in misogyny. You can't say you're not misogynistic, mm. period. You, I'm not going to sit here and say you hate women, but you, sir, you've had two failed marriages and then you want to come here and tell me that I need to shut the fuck up when a man is speaking. And I need to not nag, and I need to be cooperative and nice. That's his thing. Men, men of a of a certain status only want women to be nice and cooperative. Mm. You want me to be a paid maid, and that's supposed to fulfill me as a woman because my wants and needs don't matter. You got the game fucked up. I'm sorry. So, like I said, you speak to a a, a population of damn near a lot of people. Maybe our forefathers, maybe our mothers and fathers would agree with you wholeheartedly. But we don't live in that era anymore, mm -hmm. sir. And um, you keep doing what you want to do. I love that. I love the fact that he always tells somebody that they need to um, seek counseling and they need to work on their trauma. But yet no counselor would ever recommend anybody to listen to you. So take that into hindsight. Mm. High, what's a high quality man? I don't know. Men are high quality. Men are high quality. Mm -hmm. They definitely have high quality men. They have high quality women. They definitely have high quality men. I... I I, I don't believe that a man is high quality because his woman is literally, and I hate to use the word submitting because it's not, it's on a basis of your relationship. If you want to submit and you want to be submissive, there's nothing wrong with that. Submissive gets a negative not connotation because it makes you feel like you're a fucking slave. Does but high quality count like with their wealth? He that, He's pretty much saying when a man makes a certain... um. I think high quality. When he's in a certain tax I bracket, then he needs it, a woman to just shut the fuck up and not no, complain. I not think to say anything. a high quality man is a certain tax bracket. I feel like. Yeah, but you could be a, you could be or actually, but I just, you could be a certain tax like, bracket, no, and then you punching your woman in the face when you come no. home because you can't deal with your job or you're not emotionally why invested. To, why does a high high quality man have to do that though? No, I'm just saying. I don't believe that it's just a tax. Oh, bracket. No, okay, well, I was gonna say a high quality man is somebody that just has. I don't. I don't feel everybody. I don't feel like every everybody has their shit together. Everybody always has something going on. I just feel like a high quality man is just somebody that, you know, is just you know goal driven. You know, make you know make you know makes money. You know, has a, a roof over his head. You know, just has you know just reliable transport. You know, transportation. Um, just, I think a high quality man is somebody that's put together, a well rounded individual. Yeah. And all I, I hear you what you're saying because. When I think about high quality, I think about somebody ambitious. I think about somebody who has their shit yeah. together on the way of if, if they're doing whatever they want to do in the in the midst of what they want to do with money for the rest of their life. But then there's a lot of what we would consider high quality on paper, but then emotionally they're they're fucking yeah. shit. He's pretty much saying for you, if as long as your man is bringing home money and taking care of you, you should say nothing when it comes to anything else. Mm. No, he's an idiot. I don't like Kevin Samuel. So so if he cheats. Don't say anything because he's high quality. No. He's bringing home money, right? No. If he slaps you in your face after a hard day at work, but you know he, he makes 150 k plus a year, so you need to take that. He loves married. to sit there and say, oh, yeah, your grandparents and your parents were married for 30, 40 plus years, and who the fuck knows what those marriages look like? There's people that... Is, there are. I know people that have That's never seen a divorce. Mm -hmm. They've never seen a divorce in their life, but they've never seen a good marriage. Mm. So what's high quality about that? I consider myself on the verge, on the road of being a high quality woman. Me too. But does that mean that a man can't tell me 
if I'm in a relationship with somebody, they can't tell me their wants and their needs. I'm not supposed to be there for them emotionally and cognitively. Right. You're talking about some women have lost the, the, the jest to get married young. But then you, you sit there and tell us that our brain development doesn't even stop until 25. So what the fuck are we talking about right now? Mm-hmm. Mind your business. Do what the fuck you want. And stop listening to Kevin Samuels. He might not hate women, but he's definitely rooted in misogyny. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, break down. Break, break down. Topic. Is there anything else with celebrity news? There is more celebrity news, but honestly, it's just really depressing. Y'all, we don't. We don't We're gonna do, do a mukbang again. So we can do that when we do a mukbang. I'm hungry. <laughs> I got mad excited because I'm hungry. We're gonna do a mukbang again. I don't know what we're gonna do. Probably, I don't. I don't know. Soon, maybe next episode. Who knows? Yeah. Um. The breakdown, y'all. We get into the nitty gritty. Did you Did you ever feel that someone that your friend was dating could do better than them? Wait a minute. I know. I know how I wrote it. So let me know what you want me to explain. Do you feel like the person, like the person I'm, I could do better than the person I'm dating? No. Do you think oh. the person that your your friend is dating could do better than your friend? I was in the so shower like, and so, I just was like, so like, yeah, yeah. Do I like you're so same? My friend Sarah, her boyfriend Justin. Do I think Justin can do better than my friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Because I don't know if I've ever heard anybody really answer that question. Like, do you think that... I know people sit there and say, yeah, my mom, I knew a point where my friends wasn't shit. But has there been a situation where you've had a friend... No. And you thought that their significant other could do better than them? No. Mm. Or somebody they been might have been talking to. Or somebody that liked them. Because I'll tell you this. Any, oh, yeah. Yeah. Any of my friends, I don't... I Anybody that they were dealing with on a serious level... Or like they consider their significant other their boyfriend. I don't believe that. I believe that. I don't believe that it was on a basis where any of them could do better than them. Mm-hmm. No. If, if anything, it might have been vice versa. Yeah. I believe they could do better than the um nigga they was with. Yeah. No. Have there been circumstances where there have been people that have shown interest in a friend, or shown interest? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Or liked my yeah. friend. I'll be like, and I said this ain't what you want to do. Like no, that's fucked up. I said this ain't. I you said what? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Not ill, but like, no, bro. Like, I never said ill. Not ill, but like, like I know some that's people. Not, that's not for you. Like, mm-mm. like, really? What do you mean, really? Like, really? Like, really? What they you like? Sure? Them, they like them. No, like you sure? Like, okay. no. I, I, I have had circumstances where I thought that people could do better than my friend when it's on a basis of my friend not being emotionally responsible enough, mm-hmm. or. There's some motherfuckers out here that I, I've had some girlfriends that I know will use a nigga. Mm-hmm. That's their business. But you could do better. There have also been circumstances where I've seen people tit for tat, just cheating back and forth. Y'all both ain't shit at that point. Both of y'all deserve better mm-hmm. or lesser. I've had circumstances where I've literally been like, yo, you're going to ruin that person. I've told a friend that. You need to leave them alone. You're going to ruin that person. Did you Can you get a pass? You can get up. It's okay. She's giving me permission to leave. I'm gonna leave. I'm not coming back. Um. Yeah. No. It's been once. I mean, like, it's only been one person that I know that I've been like, okay, all right. Because I know I get attraction. I get somebody liking somebody. But I've had, like, I've even had friends like in a circumstance where they they might have just gone out of relationship. That person thinks they about to be together, and they they don't even realize they're rebound, nigga. Like, Mm, it's just. 
it's just it's it's this it's a question that I'm trying I tried to find a better way to word it, but it's just like sometimes we always think about oh well you ain't good enough for my friend, but maybe your friend ain't good enough for certain people. Mm-hmm. That's some real shit. Now, do you tell your friend that? Have you ever told your friend what? Like, stop playing with that motherfucker. Or yeah, you ain't you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done it. I've done it. And I think on the circumstance, I, I, it hasn't been like, oh, well, you ain't shit or that person could do better than you. It wasn't that. I'm like, you don't want to get your stuff together so that you could, you know, possibly find your equal or your better half. And if they take my advice, they take my advice, but I don't think they did, so. She's a runner, she's a track star. People gonna do what they wanna do. Um, why did you put that for number two? Like, what do you... What do you mean? These are questions that could possibly Where did happen. you get that from? I heard it on another podcast. What if you... How old is the child? You have to be 18 to be in this market regardless. So they're 18. Okay, see, I didn't think it like that. I'm just thinking like, you know, children are advanced. And children hear things, no. and they be like thirteen. But like, regardless, I mean, even if they've been telling, talking to you about, the you know what? Is, if my child, if what if your child, eighteen, whatever, eighteen, 18 plus, plus, wanted to do sex work, adult entertainment, do your thing. Make sure that's you. That's what I'm saying. If make sure you, you know, you follow the rules, the protocols. I'm not talking yourself. about nobody that's under eighteen, because at the end of the day, that's well, a you know, kids, you know, kids. That's a felony. Like, no, I'm Reg- no, no. I thought you meant like future, saying like. You know what I'm saying? When I grow up, I want to be a. Well, even if they want to say that when they're 14, <laughs> you can't do shit till you're 18. No, I'm just saying that's why I was like, where the fuck? Yeah. Okay, no, I, I think went, I think you saw the word child and you were like, nah, minor. But no, you're that's your baby. If my, yeah, if my child 18, like you know what, I'm gonna be like, look, like if that's what you want, you know, like you better perform your best. You're doing great, sweetie. Make sure you follow the protocols. Make sure you get your HIV testing. So you want Chris Jenner this your, shit. Your STD testing. You know, you are, you know, the birth, you know, whatever you can do, like, protect yourself and do it correctly, you know. You know, just do it properly, you know. Hey, no student loan debt for mommy, you know. It's just one thing. I would say that would, that could be one thing that... um I'm, can we I be would, honest with would, you? We would keep from daddy until. What, but what if the father's cool with it? I doubt it. Why would you say you doubt it? I doubt it. No, 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 no. I don't. That's know. not true. Well, I don't know. Because I listened to the same podcast. I got the information from the mother. Both of her parents were fine. The cock sucking podcast. No, not the cock. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what is it? It's a di- this is a different podcast, and what she is talked it about about? How she got into? No, we ain't doing that. Okay. We ain't doing that. We got into she got podcast, but okay. There is. Okay. She got into OnlyFans and she was really scared to tell her parents. She was over in LA, da 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 da. Um and she thought that her parents were gonna disown her. Her well, mother and father both accepted what I she told did. you what my mom said when I was like told her I was gonna do OnlyFans. She was like, Okay, she was like, make your money. That's what I'm saying. She was but dead, and she was dead serious. I'm like, you for real? And, she and, like, and yeah. I hear what you're saying, especially if it's an aspect of, I think more even an aspect of the dad and it's just, I'm just saying, daughter. Like, yeah, aspect, his, his girl, yeah, I'm just. Look saying. at it at different times. Do you think? Do you think like ten years ago, if I would ask you that question, you would be like, if your daughter wanted to do porn, you would answer the same way? No, it's but you know, but yeah. that's what comes with with. I was younger then. Now yeah, I know. I know it's grown, yeah. and I know you know. what I'm saying I know more, but I do feel like it might be a little bit more tough. I do always feel like that when it comes to daddies and their donors. But when it comes to that, but what if it's a son? 
You already know how that's gonna go. No, I don't know how it's gonna go. I just would. I would I hope, feel like that. I would you already the know. Like, I pick if I'm if I'm gonna have a, a kid within wedlock, and that's gonna be my husband, or we, we're co-parenting, whatever the situation is, and I have a child. If I bring a child into this world, I would just hope that my partner is like-minded. That if my Everybody child wants to do this, though. that we're going to be safe. But I don't want to make that. But I, I'm sorry, I don't want to make children. I don't want to make children with somebody that's not going to be like minded, who is going to dismiss my child because they want to do sex. With. I don't think is. I don't. I think don't want to do that. Just like I don't. Just like I don't want to have. I don't want to have a child book, with somebody who is homophobic. But I don't want to. That didn't say that. I'm not on the route. No, of I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But over, it's the same thing. It's accepting something. That's. But it's you. I'm just saying, Sasha. It's just all I'm saying is when it comes to the daddy door how dad how dads are when it comes to their daughter they're more like the, the appropriate fathers not the ti i hear the appropriate fathers they're more sensitive and they're more you know they they're more like careful when it comes to their daughter so it might it, it won't be an easy topic I'm, and i hear i hear but don't is, don't get it as a, it being dismissed them being dismissive it's just like that's it's, i feel like that's always going to be like, you know, daddy's little girl when it comes to aspect And I hear what you're saying, but it's an aspect of, if I'm being, I'm, if I'm being completely transparent, I don't want my child to do adult entertainment at all. Mm-hmm. If it's an avenue where they can be safe, if it's an avenue where they really want to express themselves in this line of work, then I'm going to support them regardless. I would hope that I give them the tools where they want to do something else, whatever that is. That's just me as a parent. I don't give a fuck how that come off. Yes, I do believe in rights for sex workers. Yes, I do believe that people need to get... Yeah, I do. I do believe that prostitutes need to get fucking health benefits. Like, motherfuckers out here doing a due diligence. All them little sugar babies, all that kind of stuff. I believe in that. Do I want my child necessarily going down that route? Not necessarily, but I can't can't sit there and stop that if it happens. Especially Mm -hmm. in this day and age where it's, it's becoming more frequent. So when it comes down to it... I hear what you're saying, yeah. And, and even with me saying that, it's going to be a little bit of adjustment, but I'm not going to make my child feel unwanted. I'm not going to demean them for it or dismiss them for it. And if I have a husband or if I have a boyfriend or I'm co-parenting with somebody, I would just hope that they react like I do. What if they don't? Because nine times out of ten, that's not And that's sad. No, it's not nine times no, out of so ten. You, so it's sad. So it's I sad think we're not giving if, men the benefit of the doubt. No, so it's sad if, if your child's father, if your daughter says, Dad, I want to do porn, and he was like, you know, I don't agree. That's sad. You're going to be yeah, upset? Yeah, I would be upset because I feel like you are looking at what she wants to do. If she's bringing it up as an aspect where we can monitor, not watch her fucking videos, but monitor that she's not being taken advantage of, monitor that she is, to a certain extent, being safe. It's all consensual. She's doing things that she wants to do on camera. And then when she gets old enough to learn the game, she can take that over on her own. So Whippy says, like, I still, I'm always going to love you, but I don't agree. That's still not good enough. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you can, I don't know how those two correlate. It is because it could be. Because it's going to still bring a rift in the relationship. It, it might, it might not. It, it all, how you can you know. say, I, I will always love you, but I don't support what you do. It's a, regardless of sex work. What if, what if your fucking parents wanted you to be a doctor and you ended up. Becoming a general manager at McDonald's. I love you, but I don't support what you do. It's not that. It's just, I, I said I don't agree. I didn't say support. I said I don't yeah, agree. I can't have conversations with you. It's going to be a rift. It, it, stuff like that. Stuff like that's not. 
I'm not saying like it's not honestly like to be honest like that's not really like normal. Like you know, it's just circumstances of what I'm not, saying. Yeah, it's, it's not a normal, normal job. Normal. It's, it's not, not a normal job. So stuff like that is not easy. Just like like I'm not saying like I'm not saying at all. Like you uh, as a parent, you know, you should always love. You know, what I'm saying your child through thick and thin. Certain things. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm not gonna say it's not normal because being gay, being gay is normal. It's supposed to be normalized. It's, it's, no, it's no. normal. Say say it's, what you're gonna say. It would be adjustment. It would be. It's, it's not seen. Yeah, it, you know what I'm saying. However, it, it should be, and that's the fucking it is. problem. But, you, but also, but you also gotta. When, but then when you say when you get into like okay, you say like you know like sex work. You know what I'm saying? Like you, and there's different avenues. That's what I'm it. saying. You got you got legal. You got the legal way, which is porn, and then you have the illegal way, which is prostitution. Pro, yeah. So in, in, in certain so, places, because you can go to Nevada, so, and prostitution is legal. You got a whole like when you say sex like work, you got a whole different lane. But any like even if it's kink play or if it's BDSM, what if your what if your daughter but, came to you and said she want to be a dominatrix? But you gotta but see you going like you you go for the bam like you go it's not the bam no you it's go reality. but you know it's reality but it's like certain like it's certain it's certain steps like that's no the it's steps, not you don't no it's not steps if my child comes to me at eighteen years of age of a consensual safe age where they can make their own decisions. And says, okay, mom, I want to do OnlyFans where I do masturbation videos. And people pay me to see them. Okay. Let's list, Let's go down the list of pros. Let's go down the list of cons. Is this a something where you're going to make a certain amount of money for it? You don't want to go to school? Okay. Is it going to be in a basis where you're going to feel um, shame after you do it? Are you doing this for you, but see, you got to doing it for somebody but, else. But you got to look at These it as you, I would ask. even me sitting here hearing it. Me as even like me telling me telling my like if my dad was there, like me telling my stepdad that I already know. I just like it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be easy. I just feel like for any dad with their daughter to but hear wait, that we live in a different time. I don't know. I don't that know. same that same girl that I got this question from. Or she was terrified to tell her parents and didn't expect them to support her. She grew up with that too. Strict Hispanic household. And her parents support her. I think and they check all... in with her. No, she doesn't have in-depth conversations with her scenes and what she's doing on OnlyFans and this, that, and the third. But she make, they make sure she's safe. They make sure that she's investing her money and the I, right way. But also, how old is that girl? She's 27. You gotta like, to me, I feel That's like... Not, I'm 29. That's too far from me. No, I'm, no, I'm saying... She is older where really when like her like she's basically grown. Yeah, 18, you're grown, yeah, but you're not grown grown. And that's why you're I, still yeah. young. So them being like for me, I feel like it's me telling my mom that I'm 31. And me telling her, like, you know, I'm you know, I want to do, you it's know, a little bit more of only a fucking way. You're gonna do what you want to do. My, yes, that age. Yeah. But I feel like 18 is gonna be like, eh, so it's gonna age be kinda, play a part. Yes, it does. Age plays a part. And, and and I brought this up because I love the questions that give a little bit of parental mm-hmm. anxiety, especially because of the aspect we are millennials and we're the Lower spectrum of millennials. Excuse me. We're right next to Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Gen Z? Yeah. And we're right there. Like, we're not our parents. Mm-hmm. 
We're a little bit more lenient. I just with feel stuff. like age because eighteen, yeah. you're still like eighteen. And, I, and there is some, there's still, some stipulations in, in certain yeah. things because, regardless of the fact of what we've been taught, we still rooted in certain things. Mm-hmm. However, on the aspect of what you brought up with my partner, I would want somebody that is like minded with me. Mm-hmm. I just don't want anybody that I decide to have a child with to not be able to understand or shun my child for. And anything. you, but just say like even it's like for me when I say things like how I am going to be as a mom. What I'm saying, I don't even fucking don't really fucking know, know until I, that I child know. actually gets here. So you can have yeah. your partner and y'all could talk about those things and y'all can be, you know what I'm saying? But I will hope you don't and then, then come back. No, and I'm be just like, saying, but it could be really like, okay, like the, it sounds good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was here, but it's like, okay, my baby girl is right here in front of my face. This is who I help raise. This is my baby. Like, do I? It's, it's just. No, I don't think, I don't think that's true. Okay. I think if some, I think if. If I brought this up to somebody that I was I dating, age, I think they would literally, I, I, I don't think they would be like, they would be fine with it. And then if it really did happen, they would change their mind. I think if they don't like it, they're going to say they don't like it. And that's something I have to take into consideration. There have been people that have come out and literally been like, yo, I've had conversations with the person that I was going to marry or make my husband or the person that I did make my husband. And they were, they would come out and they would be homophobic, but I would never think that it would be that way towards my child. Yeah. And they completely shun their child. Mm-hmm. I'm not having that in my household. And that's something that I do consider when I look at a mate. I need to see if our structure and our beliefs align to a certain extent. Because if we're, if we're going to go on the LGBTQ conversation, any child of mine, I don't give a fuck what age, you sit there and you come out to me in some way, shape, or form. I'm taking that, I'm holding it, I'm protecting you. Because mm-hmm. I know what this world is. And like you said... Certain things are not normal. But if it was normalized, if being gay was in the same sentiment of being straight, we wouldn't have problems. We wouldn't I don't have hate ever, crime, I don't but we wouldn't have issues. And it's sad, but I don't, I don't ever fucking like... People are too, like, too lost in the sauce, too embedded into ignorance. And I just really hope it... And that's the it, problem. I'm, no, I'm saying I really, yeah, no, I, I really no, hope, but, sad. you know, it's... It, I, I mean, it's getting better... Certain people's stories are getting better, but they t- two thousand and twenty two thousand and twenty one. They still got people that won't come out to their family because they know for a fact their family will disown them. That shit is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I was born this way. I cannot help that. And that's a different conversation. But the person that I choose to have a child with, I would hope that they are like minded. I will hope you don't finagle me. I hope so. Because if I ask you if you homophobic. And you tell me this, that, and the third, and I start hearing certain rhetoric and blah, blah. Because a lot of people don't think they're homophobic, but they'll say homophobic shit. They'll do homophobic shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that aspect of it, I guess, is a little bit more easy. Sex work is a little bit more taboo. But, I mean, let mommy manage you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to talk about it. It's just something to talk about. But that's a little bit of parental anxiety for the week. I ain't got parental fucking anxiety. I sure the fuck do. These topics is crazy, bro. Mm. Shit. You're talking to a guy and he tells you what he does for work. What's the job? What What's the job he says that keeps you from giving him your number? Um, security guard. Let me stop. I love a security guard. Shout out to y'all. Y'all love me too. Um, we talked about this kind of like before. We did? Yeah, we talked about, like, guys in their jobs. Like, what we wouldn't, like, I'm not. Oh, okay. Are we talking I, about, like, if, if a person did, if a person made less than you? 
No, we talked about that? like their jobs. Like I said, I wouldn't date nobody that's a cashier at ShopRite. Yeah, I think I had the same reaction last time too. I don't think we talked about their jobs per se, but yeah, we talked we, about what we what we would find acceptable. That's not acceptable for me. Why not? <laughs> what I do? <laughs> what I do? Where is that girl? That little um Zaza girl. Mm-mm. Ooh, I'm getting a little drunk. Um, what? I seen a cashier at shop right the other day. He was very attractive. And that's, they, I'm pretty sure they're attractive people at CVS as well. What if they make minimum rate seventeen dollars an hour? That's not. That's not minimum. That's not. So I'm. That's what not. if they do? And he's a cashier, and he's making minimum wage, which is seventeen dollars an hour. Yes, our salaries would increase as well. But what if they make seventeen dollars an hour? Um, minimum wage at ca- um for a cashier at shop, right? What's wrong with a cashier at shop, right? What if he works, you know, five days out of the week? He pays all the bills on time. He has his own place. Might not be in the spot you want to go. Not to. on Shoprite, so please. That's not like Would Kings make it or would Trader Joe's make it better? Whole Foods. They're living in the. Um, they make not fifteen off the box. That's not my business because that's if that's what they can afford. That's what they can afford. If, but what's wrong with the cashier shop? I don't want to date a cash. I didn't. I didn't go to. I didn't go to school twice. What did that do with you? To date a, I'm just saying, I'm not dating a cashier shopper. I'm sorry, I'm not. I have standards, and that's okay. Okay, so what if he was going to night school? He didn't go to school right. He didn't go to college right away. He was taking night classes, and he was a cashier shopper right during the he day. He could be a reception at the doctor's office. He didn't get that job. He got the cashier at Shopify because it aligns with him working during the day, so that he can take his night classes for whatever trade he's going to school for. That's his business. Okay, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna date him. That's fine. That's his business. But that ain't the question. What? So a cashier? I said at Shop- that. Oh, so a I cashier at Shoprite is uh, if a nigga tell you he a cashier at Shoprite, you're not gonna talk to him. No, no, and that's fine. And that's I mean, fine. that's your standard. No. That's your standard. Or a nigga that pump gas at the gas station. No. That's your standard. You gonna give a nigga that pump gas at the gas station your number? I don't see the problem. Sasha, you are such a fucking liar! And you're not gonna give a nigga at ShopRite your number either. That's not true. Okay. I'll give a nigga at ShopRite my number before I give a nigga at the gas station. Okay. My merit of my standards are based on what you show me in action. Now... If you're a nigga my age, I'm 29, you 29, you working at ShopRite, you're a cashier, and I'm sitting there, and there is no two-year, three-year, five-year plan if I ask you those questions, and you're just content with being the cashier at ShopRite, <laughs> that's a different story and a different conversation, but that occupation is not going to stop me from giving my number. <laughs> y'all gonna flame me for saying that I'll probably give my number to the nigga that works as a cashier at shop right before I give my n- number to the nigga that says he's a scammer I don't like scammers why did you have to say scammer that's an occupation mm-hmm. you didn't say hacker you said scammer for a reason <laughs> now a hacker has a salary base and has health insurance and benefits they, they track things these literally college courses for that a scammer, you just scamming people out their money. But well, how do you know if they a scammer? Court. They tell you I'm a scammer. Yeah, I scam. Like you know, I do. You know what I do? Oh no. Now I don't give my number to scammers either. There you go. Now there has been. I have given my number to somebody that actually has a 
legit job, but did scamming on the side. And I was like, what? Like, he let that part out. Overachiever. But, like, I'm, that's just for me, like, if, you know. Now, am I going to get judged if I sat there and said that I would rather give my number to the cashier at ShopRite as opposed to the cop that works in the suburban neighborhood? Because of the climate that we live in and all the bullshit that we talk what about. What did you just say? A cop. I'd put suburban neighborhood because they don't. When you work, they look, they they's cute though. The ones in East Orange cops is fine as fuck. Yeah, but no thank you. And they'll write you that fucking ticket. They even hey, they helped me a few times. They let me go a few times. It was like turn your light on, girl. Okay. Ticket too. We so we, it's, it's, we, what, but we, if we're going back to like a cop, being cop. honest with what. Okay, I will say this. So say like if I'm out at the if we're out or whatever like. I, Hypothetically, if we were out, we're out at the club. And no, no, not the club. I keep saying club because I'm old. We're but you know out. what I mean. We're, we're out. out, and a nigga we give out. me his number, or whatever. You know, you honestly, when you're we're out in a you, social setting, you get somebody's number. You never ask them what the fuck they do. You just get their number, or whatever. But y'all talk. And granted, or whatever. He texts me, or whatever, and we're talking. What do you do for a living? And if he says like, you know, if he goes, I work at Shoprite, and I'm gonna be like, okay, because you never know, he could be. He could work at the, he could work at the seafood department. He could work at the 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 the, the deli. All oh, them niggas got wives. He could they, do, they got discount yeah. crab legs. Well, um, that's them. He they could um he could they could be the customer service. They could be the manager. They could be the security. They could be the cart boy, or they could be whatever. So you know, okay, what do you do at Shoprite? And if he goes, oh, you know, I'm a cashier. For me, I'm not a mean person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, block the leak. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be like, oh, okay. You know, just going to keep, you know, the conversation going or whatever. And, you know, But you know in the back of your mind that you're not serious about that person. So, that's not the nicest. It's not, but it's, I'm not. It's not nice. Well, just to say, okay, well, I'm just, I'm I'm not going to date. I'm not going to, I'm going to turn somebody down as a cashier at ShopRite. And that's just me. I can't explain it. That's just what it is. I'm not. I don't, actually, I'm lying because I'm babbling. I'm going on and act like I have a nice excuse or a nice reason why. And I really don't. I'm just saying, humbly, I'm not going to date somebody as a cashier at ShopRite. you knowing who you are, knowing where you came from, and knowing I'm going to just stop with the bullshit. I don't have a nice story. I don't have a nice excuse. You don't have to be nice. You don't want to do that. (laughs) That's fine. I'm just not. That's fine. Because if we're going to go back to like high quality, this, that, and the third, and if you want a certain nigga of a certain tax bracket, because a lot of women will sit there and say, I want somebody that makes them as much money as I make or higher. There's nothing wrong with having standards. Now, maybe if he worked at... um, Crab Palace, I wouldn't take it serious. I would just go out on dates so maybe I can get free crab. For real. He would just be on my and then list. We go back to the, he would be on my we list. Go back to the friend that you should warn that other nigga about because he ain't He sure. would be on my list. You know, just dating. We're just dating. Oh, crab, free crab. Have about discount crab. Okay, go ahead. Occupation that I probably would not give my number to is. I'm, I can't even say scammer. Don't put scammers, them on there. That's not real. Well. People take it real. Don't put that on there. I mean, if that's where you're getting your money from. Don't put that on there. Who you not going to take it serious? Oh, maybe I'm maybe I'm not as shallow as I thought I was. I mean, I give my number to anybody. I guess. Foreman Mills. Foreman Mills cashier. Who else works at Foreman Mills, Sasha? Who <laughs> else works at Foreman sure, Mills? Let me fucking think about it. I want to be transparent. I don't. I'm, not, I'm not trying to cap. Foreman Mills. I'm not trying to cap. I would love a discount. Girl, fuck you. You know what? Let's move on. Um, no, I gotta answer the question because we need to come on. 
Yeah, we at. Oh, yeah, you're right. Foreman Mill. Okay. Foreman Mill. If there was a young man that saw what he liked through the drive through at McDonald's, I would probably not give his... Unless he told me he was the manager, I'm not giving him my number. I'm being honest. Foreman Mills, same thing. If you're not the manager, I'm not giving you my number. You have to be in a manager position in retail plus to ride this ride. That sounds bad, but yes, I really, I really, I really hope that y'all take it. Nice I dated a nigga that was a manager at Dollar General. You're the manager. Hey, um, and that motherfucker still ain't nothing. Hmm. Um, oh my god, that we was, already we oh talked about this already on number four. Before mm-hmm. I'm here. Do you believe that you have to teach people? You know what? You? I wasn't supposed to put that in the notes. I was just writing down okay. shit. I'm going to skip it. Do women always have one backup dude in the cut just in case? This woman don't. No. I, I've said it on here. That's my problem. Mm-mm. It's not my problem. That's not right. Uh, oh, a little pettiness came out. Oh, that's not my problem. Mm, I feel like you want to um, rebuttal what I'm saying. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to say like because like the is the the backup dude has to know that they the backup dude, right? Like no, they know, no, they no, don't no. know. No, no. Then I feel I like think, then, I, me personally, anybody that I've ever backup had, dude, I've had backup a backup before, dude. But, that mean I feel like a backup dude. I feel like you're still chatting with them within your relationship that you're in. So that's not okay. No, but do you believe that most women already have one? I've it listened depends. to yeah. I've listened to so. a lot of male Is your back male is, is, your, is your backup dude to fall is is your backup dude like okay So just in case me and my nigga break up just still fucking is that shit? No. That's More a side that, nigga. Okay. That's a side I didn't say side nigga. No, I'm saying like at, a backup no. somebody that you might text here and there, keep cordial. Be like, if I ever did break up, this motherfucker might buy me a meal. We might go on a date or two. Maybe not feel so lonely in my transition of breaking up because that is a real thing. Like, a backup dude. Like, you don't put all your eggs in one basket, even in a relationship. And I know a lot of girls that do that. They'll have full-time fucking boyfriends and have niggas on the side that they talk to just in case this nigga act up. It might be for a weekend. It might be for a whole entire fucking year. But they got somebody in the cut that they can talk to. When their nigga is not there. That's not that. I personally don't know what that is like. That's not. I don't. I feel like that. That. Uh, that's, that's. And a, a lot that, of people that, will that's, and say that's, that's a side a, nigga. That's but a, that's a I side, feel like a side that, nigga that, you fucking a, them. Me personally. Sex is involved. That, that's treading. That's treading a very thin line. Because I feel like. You're giving your attention where it could be you, But you have. is That's not okay. Because you have. You're having those emotional thoughts about somebody else while you're in a relationship with somebody else. I just feel like that's a very thin line. No, remember, remember we read that story the um the other day? Even though she was fucking this guy, she saw no future with him. She didn't want nothing to do with him. She had her dude, but sexually she would fuck him even though her dude was asking for sex. That necessarily, she don't have no emotional tie to that person. It's a physical uh, aspect. I know, And I know that's I not a good know. excuse, but we read that story, but like, if we being if we keep it in the hundred, a hundred emoji. Have you ever been in a relationship and had a backup dude? Yes. There you go. And like I keep saying, they that's my problem. I don't yeah. be having nobody on the side. I don't be having no backup dude, yo. 
I you, think that might do you work. Know, do you know where? Do you know where a backup? Do you know where your backup dude comes from? A situation shit. I think it's niggas that you done fucked with before, and yeah, that's when they just always nasty. there. But then that's when we had talked about when Oprah it's and Jay was here. Your favorite person, that favorite what, person, your penguin. Always in the cut. That's what friends call yeah, your penguin. The penguin that's always in the cut. Is there a lot of terms for it? I mean, me personally, no. I, if I'm gonna answer the question directly, I don't believe that every woman has a backup dude. I can attest to that. I've been in situationships and didn't have a backup. <laughs> that's some stupid shit. Cause that nigga wasn't even my nigga. Let's be real. But when it comes down to it, I um no. I believe if you're in a committed relationship, if your needs are getting met, then you don't have anybody that you're thinking about. You don't have anybody that you're texting. You don't have anybody that you're calling. You don't have anybody that you're giving a certain amount of attention to because mm-hmm. your needs are being met. I believe that when those the when the texts start rolling in and you start hitting people up and you start. Responding to the DMs on Instagram is when something is not adding up. In a relationship. And your needs are not being met. And it's not right. It's not okay. But it does happen. Like we sit here and we talk about the aspects of cheating all the time in the line of cheating. A nigga will sit there and say, you text a nigga that's cheating. If I used to deal with him, it's not necessarily cheating. Because mm-hmm. if... It's it's like mindedness. You have to know the relationship that you're in. It's it's circumstantial. Everybody is different. Everything is personal. Everybody's little lines of cheating is completely different. Me and her could break down what cheating is. I'm gonna say something different than what she's gonna say. And it is what it is. Cause you gotta live with that at the end of the day. You gotta do what you gotta do. But do I believe that every chick has a nigga in the cut? No. Cause I ain't got no fucking nigga in the cut. Right. The fuck. Hmm. I'm a, when I'm invested in somebody, I am invested in somebody. That's it. Um, no miscellaneous. No miscellaneous. I had a miscellaneous question, but I feel like I know how you're gonna answer it. What is it? I said, "What would you do if you was in a room and your best friend started sucking dick?" I would just walk out. Like, bitch, why you ain't telling me? Or I'd be like, "Bitch, you want me to record you?" Like, you want me to record you? If not, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I can't read. I'm sorry. For real. Like, we a team, baby. You going to get that Kim K money. I find so much warmth and solace to know that you would record me if I just started sucking dick in front of you. Yeah. Like, you would catch my best angles and stuff. I would. I would really like... I would honestly like... I would really like to see how my friend sucked it. I, because I said it. I don't on, know. It, I, would, I, I know automatically I like, people be like, oh, you going to join like, in? No, it's like, a curiosity factor. I would like for my I would watch. Look. I would like for I hope you wouldn't be I, worded. I hope you wouldn't be weirded out by me. I'm but I would just watch. I'm pretty sure you have like. I would just watch. I'm a voyeur. Antics. I would, no. I would sit in a cup. I could be very creepy. Honestly, I, I might pull back on you for a second. He might be the last person I want to see suck dick. So. You want to see me suck dick. Mm. You want to see me suck dick. I want However, to see me suck dick. <gasps> I know she's... You gonna send her, you gotta send her that clip. Pers- edit it out. Edit it out. We don't edit shit. Fuck out of here. Please. Um, I 
We'll say it here. I'm gonna raise my Come right on, hand because it's almost eight o'clock and I gotta put on Housewives. It's a w- finale. She tried to rush me for Housewives. Fuck you. I would want to see every single one of my friends fuck and suck dick, and I know they might not be comfortable with that, so I would ask for their permission because you know we have to be like consent nowadays and things. But I personally would support any of my friends sucking dick or fucking throwing actually, it back or riding. Um, actually, y'all had because remember a, a while ago in the group chat I sent y'all. Y'all seen it. And I turned And in. I loved it. Yeah. It was amazing. I love gifts. I love sex tapes. Send me your sex tapes. I am that friend. Ooh, that arch was amazing, honey. Oh my god. No gag reflex. You're my girl. I'm that girl. I'm a nasty bitch as well. So I'm posing for the thing. Oh wait. We're gonna get the thumbnail out of the way, y'all. Don't mind. <laughs> All right, and that was episode 72 Ooh, who's on here? of Chain. I Said What I Said podcast starring your girl Jazzy. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at I Said What I Said. Make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube at I Said What I Said Space Podcast. You can follow me on IG at Coco de Nandada. Y'all get that every week. And you can follow the podcast Twitter at I-S-W-I-S. I Said What I Said pod. Yeah. So. And this was episode 72. 72. We'll be back next week, y'all. Love you. Bye, bitches.